Have you ever wanted to play the perfect tabletop game where story beats run smoothly and there's no awkward pauses between dice rolls? Yeah, me too. But since that's impossible, I did the next best thing and novelized my Witcher tabletop game to showcase the story in its cleanest form. The result is this podcast. I'm Jacob Gerstel, and this is Tales from the Witcher. Part audiobook, part actual play, part serialized adventure, and a whole new way to vicariously enjoy tabletop games. Welcome to the world of The Witcher, where monsters roam freely and the continent is once again at war. If you were hoping to follow the plight of Gale to Rivia, however, I'm not going to be doing that. Instead, I offer you the story of a not-so-merry band of degenerates who are making their way across the continent. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Bold Statements There were two campfires, one on each side of the road. Zevor of Kavir built one, and Ethramel Untred built the other. The four had traveled all day, following Steldwill's map to the Mahaka Mountains. They chose to camp off the poorly maintained road flanked by thick forest. Ethramel made no bold statements or declarations. He simply crossed the road with the horse he'd bought off Steldwill, piled his own wood, struggled to ignite it with flint and tinder, cursed an elder speech, lit it on fire with magic, and sat down alone. Cedril Estret also attempted to create her own fire, but, after struggling like Ethramel, gave up and inched closer to Zevo's. Jeremiah Keller ate his food at Zevo's fire, then crossed the road. What do you want? Ethramel asked. Relax, Jeremiah said. I'm here on business. And what possible business would you have with me in the middle of nowhere? Jeremiah pointed to the sword at Ethramel's side. It's of elder make, isn't it? Sharp eye, you must be the greatest craftsman in the world to deduce that. Jeremiah took a seat without being invited. May I see it? Ethramel cocked his head at the craftsman. He picked up his sword and held it out. I remind you, I can incinerate you with a thought if I wanted. Jeremiah nodded and unsheathed the sword. It looked like a falchion, a thin, curved blade terminating in a single, sharp point. The steel was battered, but finely forged. Looks like it's seen better days. That's what happens when you use a sword. I wasn't holding it on ceremony. Jeremiah nodded. I think I can work with it. Bring it back to its former glory. For a discounted price. Ethramel ran a hand through his long hair. And how, dear craftsman, do you plan to do that here? Nor of any forges hidden in the woods? I've got one better. Jeremiah rummaged through his bag and produced a heavy box. Ethramel's eyes widened. The metal clasps were inscribed in elder speech. The elf held out his hand, and Jeremiah handed it over. And where did a dwan like you come across a gnomish tinker's forge? Jeremiah winked. Trade secret. So do we have a deal? Ethramel handed the box back. No, I don't think we do. At least, not until I'm sure of your skill. Jeremiah nodded and packed the tinker's forge away. He stood up and shouldered his bag. That won't take long. Promise you that. Jeremiah returned to Zevo's fire, where Cedra was lounging and playing a few notes. Zevo asked in a flat tone, So why do you play? Cedra squinted at the Witcher, but continued her makeshift song. Why do I play? Because I like to. Why do you like to? 
A bit forward, don't you think? Why do you like to play? Cedra laughed and set her lute aside. Ever heard of Circe the Loquacious? No. Shame. Finest troubadour I've ever seen. Was fortunate to attend a concert in my youth. Fortunately, she was just poor enough and patient enough to teach me. It was worth every crown. Zevo nodded. I like books. I read Physiologist when I was a kid. It taught me a lot about many different creatures. I wanted to meet the author, but he was dead. Oh, Cedra said. She nodded and picked her lute back up. Zevo looked at Jeremiah and asked, What happened to your face? Jeremiah didn't look as surprised as Cedra at the question. He ran his finger down the spiderweb of darkened veins on the left side of his face. Oh, these? What do you think caused this, in your professional opinion? Zevo squinted. A zoogle, maybe? But then you likely wouldn't have survived. An arrakis, Jeremiah said. I earned the scar protecting a duke. It ended up paying off. In coin? In friendship. A mark of honor, then. Not something you should hide. Cedra pushed her hair behind her right ear, showing the shiny scar running down the length of her cheek. Zevo pointed at Cedra's face with his four-fingered left hand. How'd you get that? Love, Cedra said, and left it at that. Zevo lifted his eye patch to reveal three jagged lines running down his left eye. Zevo's right eye had all the trademarks of a witcher's, bright yellow with a slitted pupil like a cat's. Zevo's left eye, however, was a darker yellow, as if stained, and lined with thin red veins. His left pupil, while still cat-like, looked slightly malformed. Forgot how I got these three, but a bolt almost took my eye once. Charming, Cedra said. Not to interrupt this display of war wounds, Ethermel said. He stood over their fire and looked down on the three. But does anyone know how long it will take to reach the Mahakam Mountains? A few weeks, at least, Zevo said, putting the patch over his left eye. Take a seat. Tell us about one of your scars, if you have any. I do, and I'd rather not. Just sit with us, then, Cedra said. Ethramel looked back at his small fire, and at the horse he had bought off Steldwell. Ethramel made no bold statements or declarations. He simply sat. That'll do it for this episode of Tales from the Witcher. This podcast is written and produced by Jacob Gerstel. The Witcher novels are by Andrzej Sapkowski, The Witcher games are by CD Projekt Red, and The Witcher tabletop RPG is by R. Talsorian Games. The music is by Eric Matias at soundimage.org. Be sure to leave a rating and a review, and to spread the word of this podcast far and wide. You can follow the podcast at Tales Witcher Pod on X or at talesfromthewitcher.buzzsprout.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you again next week.